Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. You let your worship team know you love and appreciate them this morning. Give them some, some online applause. Yeah, get those on our production team. Let them know you appreciate them. Not easy, not easy to, uh, to do that, but they know who their audience is. It's one, and it's the king, and so I'm so thankful for them, for their anointing on them today. Amen. But I'm glad you're here. Wait a minute, you're not here. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you joined us this morning online. And uh, we just always love to do this. We love to take moments and just recognize anytime we have first-time guests with us. And we just call them first-time family here at Faith or New. So if this is your first time with us, worshiping online with us this morning. We want you to do this. We want you to click that new here link. Let us know where you're uh, worshiping at. We'd love to just get connected with you make a, and build a relationship with you and get to know you better. So you have an opportunity to do that if you would. And so, again, thank you for that. And, uh, again, don't forget. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to like. Thumbs up. Heart. Show some love uh, today, if you would. And uh, we want to do this. Before I open up the Word with you, we'll always just love to give you an opportunity to continue in worship after the worship songs stop. And we worship this way, worship and giving. And so today, I just want to encourage you to do this. Take a moment and just, you'll have to do it online today, or unless you drop it by or drop it in the mail, you have to do it online today. But just do this. Uh, you can uh, online through via text. Uh, you can text uh, to give, 84321, text the amount that you're given this morning. You can also go to faithrenewed.org, click on the giving tab, and you can give on the Church Center app as well. So we love the Church Center app around here. We use it and use it a lot, push it often, and uh, because it's just a great connection, a great hub, great resource for what's happening, uh, again, around the Faith Renewed, and again, how you can be a part of that. But uh, So don't forget, do that if you would. And also, um, I just want to make a couple of announcements, uh, faith groups. We're going to be kicking off. And so those have been opened up. Yeah, I heard some made mans back in there. And uh, faith groups are going to be opening up. And so you have opportunity to join a small group here at Faith Renewed. And we want you to do that. We want you to connect, be a part of a, a small group here at Faith Renewed, be a part of a faith group, and get connected there. And so, again, I believe there are like 17 groups so far that have been already confirmed. And so, again, I think those are up. Those are can release. You can start clicking, start signing up. Again, you'll find that on the Church Center app. If you're on our, our website, click on that Church Center link, and you'll find that as well. And also, we have some exciting things happen. Anytime we uh, pull out the baptismal around here, people get in the water. It's just a good day, and we celebrate baptism and new life here. So everything is on schedule. As of right now, the plan is to move forward. We will have baptism in-house next week. And so we want you to do this. If you have not signed up to be baptized, if you're a follower of Jesus, you said yes to him, you haven't been baptized, you need to. Or maybe you've recommitted, come back to God, and man, you're serious about your walk. Do this. Go public with your faith. Sign up for baptism. Click on that, that link there and get connected at there as well. Amen? Well, just turn around real quick, if you would, this front row of worship team, and just fist bump somebody, if you would. Let them know you're glad they're worshiping with you, and I'm glad you're here. We are online only today. Just want to take a moment, just share about uh, why that is the case. Again, it's not a secrets, and 
nothing to hide around here. We just um, we had an incredible group of our young people and our leaders who went to Alabama for the Ramp Youth Conference, and man, God was just doing some incredible things, wrecking their lives, and God did an awesome, awesome work in them. And they came back last uh, Sunday evening, and uh, when they got back, some were not feeling well or started to not feel well, and then it comes out that many from the Ramp Church who host the Ramp Conference, many of those um, are, are not not doing well physically, got sick, have COVID, and so uh, kind of they had to shut down their conference for this weekend. They've had to postpone that, and so we want to do this. We want to pray for them. We want to remember the ramp. We are partnered with them and believe in what God's doing there. And so we want all those guys to get healthy, get back to work. They're changing lives. And you know something? The enemy hates that. Amen. The enemy hates that. And so, again, we want to pray for them in just a moment when we pray. But I want to thank you for joining with us online. So we just decided to do this. Because that affected so many families, we just today said this. We're going to go online only. Let that clear out. Let there not be an issue of that being passed around. Everybody get back to the kingdom work together in-house next week. So, again, uh, don't miss that. But thank you for being uh, on with us online. And I want to say this. We have an amazing online worship experience. We do, man. It is incredible. We have an amazing team here who have put that together. I, I just tell you, I'm just so thankful for them. It's like you're here, and uh, again, you're just able to interact. So do that, if you would. Again, interact with us today. We're interacting church, and so uh, you got to give me some, um, some online come on somebody's or hallelujahs and some virtual amens, all that kind of fun stuff. But I was talking to Pastor Harry this week. Many of you, our church family, knows him. And uh, we were talking about being online only. And he said, Pastor, he said, most people will say, you know, hey, since I'm not with you physically, I'm with you in spirit. And he says, so just do this today. He said, just imagine that you're speaking to a lot of spirits today in the room. So, but uh, whatever that means, but hey, this is what we know, man. We're together, and we want to do this. Every time we gather, in-house, online, we want to open up God's Word. So do this. Grab your Bible, if you would, and go to Matthew chapter 4. <laughs> Matthew chapter 4. And uh, some, some online woohoos better come across on that. Amen. Matthew chapter 4. And uh, as always, we uh, always love to try to have a version live event taking place that you can actually follow along with. Now, if you're using your mobile device today to worship and watch this service, uh, you may have to go to that later. But you can go to that later, save that event. So if you're watching on your mobile device right now, that will be there for you, available after the fact. But Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22. If you got it, type in comments. I got it. And let's read it. Verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Well, fishermen do, amen? Makes sense. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. That's awesome. I love that. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and immediately, somebody say immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. Let's pray. 
Let's talk. Father, I just thank you today for just the opportunity to worship. And uh, Lord, today I thank you for the opportunity to, to just gather and, and, and worship the one true living God. And that's who you are today. So Father, I thank you for this privilege and this honor, Lord, to use media, to use the resources that you've placed in our hands, God, to be able to share and worship and carry the gospel around the world. So I just thank you for that today, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, today for our Ramp Church family, Lord, that your healing touch, Lord, will be upon each each of those, God, they will be able to quickly get back to the work and the calling that you have placed upon them, Lord, to change generations and men and women and raise up leaders. And so, God, I speak healing today over them. We speak healing over our family, God, in this house, Lord, all that you've connected to this body. We speak life in them today, God, and we just thank you for it. And I just thank you for each person who's watching today, worshiping with us online. I speak life into them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, why? Why? That's, that's the question. That's what we've been looking at. We've been in this series now for a while called Why, and uh, it's, I guess, pretty, pretty heavy stuff the last several weeks. We've um, kind of like been going hard into like some really spiritual, very spiritual things. We've talked about like why the Holy Spirit. Why the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Spent a couple of weeks, a few weeks there, I believe, even on those things. We we talked about why spiritual gifts, and uh, again, a couple of weeks on why spiritual gifts, and could have spent a lot more time there as well. But I I, I, I was thinking about that, man. We've been hitting a lot of heavy spiritual things, which are all great, amen. All needed, and so there's more of the Spirit. I believe that God has for us that we're to tap into, that God has called us into. But this is also what I believe. I, I I just feel led this morning to kind of do this, to kind of tie some stuff together kind of practically and just kind of naturally put these things together and what it looks like, how to actually flow opportunities to move in those giftings, to actually talk about the spiritual gifts that we've been given, put you in a position to use those gifts. Uh, we had Adam uh, came up uh, last week, Dose came up and shared at the end of the message about practically praying for others and actually praying for one another and that's those moments and so again I want to kind of start, I just kind of lit something in my heart so I kind of want to talk about that this morning and kind of just spend some time there and so I believe this God gives us those spiritual gifts and he also does this he wants to put us in a position to use them he puts us in a position. So this is how that works. We get in the proper position to be used in the gifts of God by taking the right steps that are placed before us. And so today, this is the why today. Why next steps? Come on. Why next steps? And so this is just a language today that we're kind of using as a church and just kind of like kind of share with you kind of where that came from. Um, we were looking as a church about kind of getting our small group started and opening up and kind of like taking the opportunities to bring people together, build relationships, to build community in our small groups. And so one of the things we did, we actually looked at the format that a church down in Alabama was using. It's the Church of the Highlands, uh, Pastor Chris. Hodge is an incredible ministry down in that area. And so we started looking at their model for small groups. And so kind of our faith groups was kind of built on that. But one of the things that we started discovering that as we were kind of looking at their church, how some things were structured, they were actually doing the exact same things that we were doing as a church. And we were encouraging people to take steps with God and to walk forward in that. But I love this. They had a language for it. 
They had a language for that. And so we started using some of that language, and, and I love that. And so this is, these are words that you'll hear from our stage now more. You'll hear like taking next steps. You'll see that. You'll hear that in small groups. On our website, you'll see, man, on our website, there's a link, next steps link for you to click on. And so uh, to, in our live stream right now, on the format that you're watching on today, you will see a next steps link that is there. And so this kind of like, man, just helping put language to what God is doing in our church. Now, I love this. He just does it organically in a lot of ways, but some people, they need structure and help in that, and that's okay. And I love that so we're wanting to do this we want people to keep moving forward in their walk with God amen we want you to keep moving forward in your walk with God we don't arrive we never make it we're never ending until we see Jesus face to face so this is what we want we want you to keep moving forward in your walk so I love this we're talking about taking the next step in your journey we're talking about taking the next step in the journey that you're in with God. Now, this is what I want to do. I want to tell you just first of all what next steps is not, what I'm not talking about, all right, just because I just think it's important that I do this. I'm not talking today about a set of rules. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about today when we see next steps and we actually can see a list of that on our page. I hope you start labeling by the end of this day. I hope you start putting together the next steps that you're called to take in your life. I'm going to give you opportunity to do that in the end. But this is what this is not. This is not a checklist for us. We're not sitting together and we're not coming in and we're not putting and signing off and saying today we've done this and checking off the box on the list and we're not taking this. So this is not what steps I'm talking about. This is not a 12-step program. <laughs> Come on. This is not a 12-step program that I'm talking about. You take those 12 steps and then now you've arrived at Jesus. So we're not talking about becoming a Christian is not a 12-step program. It's one step into the arms of Jesus, into his arm. He grabs you, and I love this. I wish right now I could get an online praise the Lord right now. Come on, somebody hit the heart button. Amen. I love that because this is what it is. One step to Jesus. And so now this is what we're going to talk about. What does that look like? What does that mean after this? So I love this. You'll hear it all the time. Our vision here is to do what? Praise team. Make Jesus known. I love this. This is what we're doing as a church. You can comment as well. We're making Jesus known. And I love this. And if you haven't done this this morning, this is what you can do. You can surrender your life to Jesus today. Don't wait. Don't put this off. Today is the day of salvation for you. Jesus came, got on a cross, died in your place for your sins, defeated death, defeated the grave, rose on the third day. He's going to come again to receive every person who's put their faith in him. You can do it today. And this is what I love. I love this so much. I, I, today even, it's just on my heart about how important what is happening right now. Now, this is not my preference to have church this way. Way. But what I love about it is that we can have church this way. That, that, that we're using a media, we're using a platform to share the gospel. And I tell people this often it was me at home hearing someone present the gospel to share Jesus. I was at the house when I came to Christ. Amen. I was sitting on my couch as a little boy, heard the gospel message come across a media just like you're hearing it today. And what I did is this. I got down, kneeled down beside the couch. My dad gets out of the recliner, comes over and prays with me, and I say yes to Jesus. So listen, man, I love this right wherever you're at this moment. 
Right now, you could say yes to him. You could surrender your life over, give everything over to God right now in this moment. Now, this is what I want to do now. What's the next step? What? What's the next step? Now, I was young, and, and, but I would have loved this. I didn't know really what it looked like to take the next steps with God. I didn't know what it looked like. What do I do now? What, is, what does this mean? Thankfully, I had parents around me that I kind of helped model those things, and I followed in some of those things. But I would have loved to have had a strategic plan in place. I believe this. I, I, I believe I would have spent a lot of less time wondering what to do if somebody would have just told me. Do this. This is what it looks like. This is a good thing. And I, I believe I'd have spent a lot less time wondering, what, what do now, huh? I believe I'd have spent a lot less time wondering around. Kind of like, man, now what? I, I would have wasted a lot less time, and I believe I'd have gotten a lot further faster if I would have knew what the next steps are and kept taking in that, those steps in that journey with Jesus. Now, again, we're getting there, and it's good. We're on our way. But what do I do? What does that look like? And so, again, when we give our lives to him, I believe it's Man, we are to continue in this journey. Coming to Christ and getting saved is not the finish line. It's not like, man, now you've come to Christ and the ticket, the tape is across the line and you're running across it like the guys in the Olympics went to go and you're throwing your arms up and saying, now I've arrived because I've gotten saved. Listen, no, it is the starting gate. It's you on the line. It's you taking out of the box, jumping, moving forward. What does that look like? I love this. I, I do premarital counsel with every couple that I marry. I, I refuse to do a wedding ceremony, marry anyone without taking them through premarital counsel. I, I love this. I was spending time with a couple one time, and I was taking them through the principles God has given me, the things that he's called me to pour into them. And, and I was talking to the young man in that group that day, and I, and I told him that, that part of this couple, I said, you are called, as the man of this house, you are called to be a spiritual leader in your home. And man, I, it, was, it was one of those moments. I felt the presence of God in my office. I feel the presence of God right now, even as I just share this story. And I love the honesty that happened. Because I, I believe a lot of times we're not just real and honest about things. I believe a lot of times we act like we have it together and we know what to do next. Let's just be real, man. It's one of the reasons we have faith groups build community because we don't know always what to do next. I love this, man. As I was speaking into that couple, as I was speaking into that young man, I began to share with him, man, God is calling you forward. He's calling you to be a spiritual leader in your home. And he was just very honest. He said, man, I don't know what that looks like. Man, I was just so thankful for his honest heart, because, man, we begin to share. I begin to talk to him about, man, just starting that process, about surrounding himself with the right people, about being a part of this thing, getting around the right people, because, again, it is so important. And I believe we need to do this. I believe, first of all, we need to be honest about where we're at in the journey. And I believe we also need to be very intentional about using the right language in the process. Amen. So again, we do this around here. You'll hear this. The next steps, you'll see this push. Pastor Andrew brought this when he talked about our purpose early on and what we did and why faith track and why we have a faith track that you can be a part of and learn more about faith or new. But this is a missional type flow in the language, again, that we're sharing and using now in the next steps journey. This is the mission for us as a church. And we kind of like break that down in four areas. First of all, we want you to discover God. 
We want you to know him. We want you to get to know Jesus. And again, it's our vision. It's our heart. We're going to make him known. You get to know him more. And again, not just a one-time thing, but you to discover God in our services. It's why we have services, why we gather, to get people to know God, to learn more about him, to discover who he is, learn more about him as a, as a, as a person and, and who he is in Jesus. And so, again, discover God in those things. We also push this missionally. We push this hard that you are to find community. Man, you need to join up again. The faith tri- uh, faith group just released. It just opened up on Church Center, and it just opened up. So right now, you can start going on looking about where you want to get plugged in. Try a few of them, and it's okay, man. It's okay if you get if you get in somewhere, and you're like, man, this is not for me. It's not to fit, but it's somewhere, amen. You need to find community. You need to be in a faith group. Surround yourself with people, man, who are walking this thing out too. So do that. Find community. We talk about activating your purpose. I mean, we talk about it, that happens in a faith track where you come in, you sign up, you become, and you start, you take a spiritual gift test. I mean, that's cool. We've been talking about the spiritual gifts as a church and things God's calling us into. You just sit there, man, and start discovering those things. Start learning more about activating your purpose. How many knows God put you here for a purpose? Amen. He puts you here for a reason. And fourthly, in our mission statement is this, is to make a difference. Come on, you, you make a difference. And so this is how that happens for us. You make a difference by getting on one of our dream teams. We need you. The dream team happens because of you. And so there are opportunities. Man, so many. If you, when, when the doors open back up and you come in and you see how well things are moving in here, and it is, man, we have some incredible teams. We have some incredible leaders on those teams. But don't think, man, there's not a place for you. There's an area that you can get plugged into. As we grow, as we're reaching more people, as we're making Jesus known to even greater numbers, we need you to help make that happen. So we want you to do this. Join a dream team. Get connected. Be plugged in. There's so many opportunities. There's so many places you can get plugged in. And I love this. This is what I believe Jesus is saying when he says two words. He says two words. In our opening text today, in our main text, and what we saw there, he comes up, and this is what he says. He says this. He says, follow me. What? Two words. He says, follow me. And now this is what I believe. I believe Jesus wants to take you somewhere you've never been and show you things that you didn't even think were possible. Amen. I believe Jesus wants to take you places and show you things that you've never seen. And so he comes up and he sits down and he tells these guys, follow me. And those two words right there, those two words, I believe, man, is what changed the lives of those two guys and their reaction to that. And also it is a part of what changed the world. When they did this, when they followed Jesus, and today it's us following him. It's us taking the next steps. Now, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid a lot of times we've gotten away from what it truly means to follow Jesus. I'm serious because think about this for a moment. And again, all the things I'm about to say are good. All right, So this is not negative stuff about what I'm about to say about these things. But I think a lot of ways we've turned following Jesus into sometimes a list. And so again, this next step list is not a list or whatever. No, no. It's, it's a, just a, look, a checkpoint to where we can start seeing, man, where am I at in the journey, man? Am I, am I taking the next steps? Am I moving forward? And so this is not what he did. They didn't sit down. He didn't sit with the disciples and say, man, we're going to pray about what it looks like to follow me. 
Again, praying with Jesus, hanging out on a boat with Jesus, good thing. Incredible. Nothing wrong with that. He didn't do this. He didn't say, man, we're going to meditate on this thing, and we're just going to just think for a moment about what that looks like. He didn't say this. We're going to study and memorize Scripture. Come on. We're going to study and memorize Scripture. We're going to learn the Greek and the Hebrew. We're going to go dig deep into this thing. We're going to study all about what it means to follow me. No, no, no. Again, great things. We should do them. We need them all. But you know what he said was this, follow me, period. Follow me. Yesterday at our home, um, Saturday is, uh, can also be like kind of termed cleaning day uh, a lot of times in our house. Um, it's like when my wife, uh, and she stepped out, she's back there with our grandbabies right now, so she, she can't hear this. Unless she's watching online. My bad. Okay, let me choose. All right. She, she, Saturdays is cleaning day sometimes in our home. Um, and so uh, it's, and it typically it's, it's the issue is not so much me and her. A lot of times typically the issue is our children. Uh, so um, yesterday she told Caleb, and <laughs> yesterday morning, and I was like sitting there, you know, just kind of getting ready, thinking about today. And, and when she said this, I'm like, sermon material. Bam. I needed that. Thank you. Right on time. She said, Caleb, I want you to go up there, clean your room. And this is how I knew she was serious. Don't come out. Say it, Adam. You're right in the front. You've heard those words. Until it's clean. So, so my wife tells Caleb, my son, don't come out until it's clean. Now, oh, she walked back in the room, guys. She just walked in the room as I said that. Glory to the Lord. Amen. I feel the presence of an angel in this room right now. Amen. And, and so she said, don't come out until it's clean. Now, now, would it have made sense if Caleb would have come back in about an hour and did this? You know, Mom, I've been thinking about what you said. Somebody said he would do it. I've been thinking about your instructions. You know something? I've been meditating on that thing. Come on, somebody. Amen. I've been meditating. I have spent time thinking about those words, clean your room, and don't come out. Until it's clean. I've been thinking about that. You know, I started doing this. I started thinking about what that would look like in the Greek. Come on, somebody. I started getting into the Hebrew about what it would look like to clean the room. Matter of fact, I've got to translate. I've been digging this thing out, studying this thing in Spanish. Madre, Madre, and I, Madre, I have come to the place to where I have now believed that I have a translation for what you said to me. And now, what, what if he said this? We're going to go further. This is what we're going to do. Once a week, this is what we're going to do once a week. Once a week, I'm going to invite Joshua, Alex, some of my boys over, and, man, we're going to sit down and study and talk about what it would look like to clean this room. Come on. How many knows that wouldn't have went over too well? In our house, amen. It would not have worked over, went on too well in our house. Uh, and, and I don't think it works too well with us and Jesus. Come on. When he told the guys, follow me, he didn't, they didn't say, well, we're going to think about it. Study it out, pray on it, look on it, learn what you really mean in, in Arabic. Right now, listen. The, what do you really, really mean? Now, listen. Follow me. 
I love this. Jesus said this in Luke 6, 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? So this is what he wants us to do. He just wants us to do what he says. And what I love is this. Jesus wants to take us on a journey. He wants to take us to a place we've never been. And I'm convinced of this, man. It's way more about what he can get to you instead of what he can get from you. And I love it. You see this. I promise you this. What Jesus gave them was far greater than what they gave back. And, I mean, it was so much more. And so, man, we can just keep it simple. And I love what Jesus does. Follow me. That's what he would say, stuff like that. Follow me. Like, go. Amen. Make disciples. Repent. He kept it very simple for us. And so this is what I want us to do. I don't want us to just come together as a church and talk about following Jesus. I want us to take the next steps in that journey. I want us to move forward in those things. And this is what we can learn just from this one passage. Just from this. This is so good. I love what we see here. Jesus makes this declaration to them. He gives them an opportunity to follow him. And then they do it this way. They come follow him just as they were. I don't want you to do this this morning, man. In the next steps process of, of what's next that God has for you, don't think for a moment you have to go get it together, get everything in place before you start this journey. Don't wait. Don't let religion, anybody, no matter, don't let the enemy mess with you. And don't let those things stop you because you got to think for a moment. These guys probably stunk. That's probably the minute, man, I've been fishing out there in, in the heat. I've spent time out during the water. And, man, this is what he says. He says, just follow me. And I love this about these two guys or four guys that we see in this story. It says immediately they just followed him. And this is what I, he, he wants you to do. Broken, beaten, hurting, whatever it looks like, wherever you're at today, just come to Jesus. Just follow him. Just start the journey. Just start the process today. Just like you are, don't wait. Don't have, you don't have to do anything. Come take a, just that 12-step. Listen, one step to Jesus. Come to him just as you are. That was the call, and it's the call today for us as a church. Move forward in those things, and they do this. The Scripture says that they leave everything behind. Man, you got to think for a moment. When they left those nets behind, that was their livelihood. That was their source of income. That was everything that they hinged on. That's what they got up every day, went and did, come back home. They were living off of this, but what they said was this. I heard something in that voice. I believe that he's calling me somewhere, and he can do something for me that I will never be able to do on my own. And so, again, they do this. It says they immediately just leave everything behind. And this is what you need to do just as you are today. Come to Jesus. And just lay behind, lay behind everything else. Just set aside every, every excuse. Come on. Set aside every excuse, every reason, everything that may have happened to you. Leave all those things behind. They left their nests and immediately begin to follow Jesus. Now, this, this is what I love. This is what happens. Jesus said this to them. And it's beautiful. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That is, I don't know if you realize, that just seems like it's just a simple little statement. But what is said in that moment is huge. He's saying this today. You follow me, and I will make you. I will shape you. 
I will form you. And this is not what we're to do. Try to make it ourselves, shape it ourselves, get it together. He just said, you come, you follow, and I'll make you into who you're called to be. So, man, this is what he's calling us in to do today. In the steps, in the journey, in the process that God is calling us forward into, we're to take this step. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't want you to see this, man, as, as a, like, again, that set of rules. That's just heavy on my heart. We're not talking about some religious system. We're talking about getting to know and just helping you in the process. And what I want you to do is this. Just enjoy the journey of being with Jesus. Come on, just enjoy the journey of being with Jesus. And I love this. I was thinking about this, man. This is a fishing story that we're talking about. And if you, if you know me, if you're watching for the first time, I love the outdoors. I love fishing, hunting, spending time out there. I love it. And this is not what something I do. I don't fish competitively. It ain't because I don't think I would do okay. All right, come on. I receive that right now. Thank you for the encouragement. Front row gave me some encouragement. Said I would do great. If I, if I, if I fish competitively, I, but I did it one time, I, one time, man, you got to think for a second. I had never done this before. I have watched a lot of competitive fishing, so I knew how it worked. I did it one time. A buddy of mine called me. Someone was unable to, to fish with him. And the night before the tournament, buddy unable to make it, calls me up and says, hey, man, would you mind helping me fishing with me in this tournament tomorrow? It's paid for. I just need somebody to go. Would you do it? And I was like, man, I, it was cool. I, I went, I had an okay time. And it was fun, and we did okay, and I fished pretty good. Amen. The, the Lord directed me in the right path. Amen. I did okay. And, uh, but this is for me, I'm a little bit different when it comes to my fishing. I want to enjoy the journey. So for me, fishing competitively and fishing in a way to where, again, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that, again, I'm trying to compete with someone else. It's not really my thing because this is what I like to do. I like to, when I fish, sometimes just throw my feet up on the ledge and relax. I like to pop open an IBC root beer. Come on, that brown bottle and the glory is sitting in that IBC bottle. And I like to just take a sip of an IBC root beer sometimes when I'm out there fishing. I love to do this, man. And, and, and when, when, when ducks or geese fly by when I'm out there fishing, you know what I do, man? I set the fishing pole aside for a second. Don't think about that. And you know what I do? I just watch those guys fly over thinking about what I could do if I had something in my arms. And uh, again, another story. But I, I, I do this, and I've, it has happened on multiple occasions. Be out on the water and, and see the land and see a deer walking across that land. Man, and I just pause and reflect and just enjoy that moment. And this is what can happen a lot of times, man. You have to, if this is a competition to you, you miss all the stuff around you and how good all the things that are around you that you have opportunity to experience, you miss those things when this is a competition. So this is not a competition for us. This is a journey that God has us on. And it's beautiful, and I love it. And I think it's so incredible that he's calling us into a journey. And I want to share this. This is our, this is a, the last passage I want to teach from, and actually, some of you are wondering if you see three points there on the on the uh, today. You're like, man, he's been talking for a little while. 
these are three questions that we're going to end with. And I want you to think about this. I want to ask you three questions. And I believe Apostle Paul does this. I believe the Lord beautifully lays this out and gives this to us. And I believe it connects so beautiful what Jesus is calling us into to follow him. Philippians chapter 3 is where it's at. Pick up in verse 12. And I want you to look at this. This is so good. And I want you to ask yourself these three questions today when we, after we read this. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained... Or I'm already perfected, but I press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. In Christ Jesus. I want you to think for just a second. Three questions and, and, and close it. First one is this. Where are you on your journey right now? Where are you on your journey? Paul, Paul said, Paul, one that God used to pen two-thirds of the New Testament, a lot of the things that we study, he's making a statement. I haven't already attained it yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not perfected. This thing's not finished until I see Jesus. And I love this. This is so good. I believe he puts it in perspective of us. He's telling us, man, we haven't arrived. Listen, please, man, that, this is, again, not saying if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, you're not going. I'm not. Listen, if you're a Christian, eternity's promise for us. But you have not arrived and you're not finished with the call that God has on your life until you go see him. Today, he wants to call you, do a work in and through you. What's the next step? Where are you at right now on the journey? So you look around in the process. Get practical right now with me and say this, where am I at on my journey? Have I stepped forward? I mean, just, the, just even just the things that we talk about in church, where am I at? Have I stepped forward into knowing Christ? Have I surrendered my life? Am I connected to the right people? Am I connected to small groups? Have I, have I discovered my purpose and have I stepped into that yet? So listen, man, we haven't arrived. We're not there yet. So we do this. We look at where we're at on the journey. Secondly, I love this, man. He, he addresses this, he, and I don't think you think about this. Where have you been? Where have you been? He says it this way, forgetting those things which are behind. Listen, so many of us, and I'm thankful, man, those disciples did not just say, man, we're a bunch of fishermen. We can't follow you. You can't be our rabbi. We can't follow you for three years. We, can't, we don't have time for that, man, because I've done too many things wrong, because I've messed up too much. Listen, I, Paul says it this way. I have to forget what's behind. And I love this, man. If you know anything about his past, a lot of failure there. Man, he used to torture those who would put their faith in Christ. Listen, you got to see this and how important he says, man, i gotta, I got to not let those things keep me from where God's calling me. Don't let your past define you. Made that a day. Made that decision. Where have you been? And then made this decision. Man, I'm not going to let my past define me. I love how David puts it. Man, the guy missed it, messed it up many times. But in Psalms, he said it this way in chapter 37. He says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps, the next step, the things that God's taken you into, they're ordered by God. He has a plan for you, and he delights in his way. And I love this. Verse 24 says, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his right hand. Listen, if we've fallen, listen, get back up. 
If you've missed it, man, please understand, you're not too far. You're not, you're not too far away from God, regardless of your past, regardless of what's going on. Listen, you are not too far away from him. So for, listen, put the past behind you, forgetting those things. And thirdly, I love this. I want to ask you this morning, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Paul answers that so well. And Jesus showed the disciples this so well, modeled this for them. Again, took them places, showed them things. They went to areas again, experienced things they never would have experienced if they hadn't stopped that day, dropped their nets, and began to follow Christ. Listen, so I want to ask you, where are you going? Where are you going in your walk with God? Are you pursuing those things? This is how Paul puts it. He says it this way, reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Man, think about this for a moment. What's your next step? What is your next step today? I would love for you to do this. I would love for you to make your own list. And again, not a rule list, not a checklist, again, of trying to see how saved you are. But listen, but because you're saved, because you're wanting to get to know God more, stepping into the purpose and the plan that he has for you. Listen, where are you at on this journey? I love this because right there on the version event, if you're following along on version, we have a next steps link. Go to faithrenewed.org. You'll find a next steps link. If you, if you are either on the platform that you're watching this on, in, in this section there, you'll see a next steps link. For you, where are you at on this journey? I want to ask you this this morning. First of all, listen, have you surrendered your life to Jesus? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus? Practically, listen, if you've surrendered your life to Jesus, to just get to know him more. And again, I'm just kind of just throwing some things out there. I'm just throwing a list to kind of help you start putting things in order. You just start looking at it, start examining and finding out where you're at, where you're going. But just a couple of other things. Have you surrendered your life to him? Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you spending time talking to him, praying to God, just spending time getting to know him more, getting to learn more by, again about just, again, who he is by listening to him speak to you, by communicating, by sharing your thoughts back with him? Are you praying? Are you reading his word? Are you spending time in the word of God? Are you, are you spending time learning more about him, reading his word, getting to know, again, what's on his heart, showing us and revealing to us? Are you being intentional? about how you love your spouse. Come on, amen. I should get some amens right now on the live stream. Are you being intentional about how you love your spouse? Are you being intentional about how you love your kids, about, about showing them, about raising them up, training them up, bringing them up in the fear, nurture, admonition of the Lord, getting to know him? Are you being intentional in that area? Again, these are just a few God has put on my heart. Are you doing this? Are there other relationships that you need to work on? Do you need to be intentional about something? Do you need to step forward? Take a step forward in this. Do you need to move forward in that? Your church attendance. Today it's online. Today it's, it's, it's uh, today on an online situation. But are you faithfully attending, worshiping, going after God with other believers? And we know this and we love this. And I don't know if the timing of this is just something that, man, God is just showing us how important this is. But even as a leadership team, we've been talking about, praying about how we can use the online platform even more. Because, again, we believe as a church family out there that God's given us through our online community, through our online family. 
So again, if you aren't physically able to be in the house, but are you faithfully doing this, being a part of worshiping God with other believers? If you can physically do it, get in God's house, be with them, physically gather. How's your church attendance? Are you tithing? Are you giving? Are you giving back to God? Again, he's given us so much. Take that step. Move forward. Have you been baptized? Ken, I love this. Have you been baptized? If not, right now, click on the Next Steps link, sign up for baptism. Go there, man. Go to Church Center app, register baptism. Go. Do it right now. It's been opened up. Faith groups are open. They're now active. Have you signed up for one yet? Have you started looking at the list? Find a place. Are you a part of a dream team? Listen, today, I believe this. God can do something right where you are, right in this moment. Our worship team is going to close us out with a song. And after this song, we can close our stream out. But listen, this is what I want you to do. As they minister, as they move right now, as the Spirit leads them, and as they sing, and as they worship the Lord, I want you to worship God. But I want you to think about this today. Please think about this. What is your next step? Right now, you can go to the Church Center app. Don't wait. Right now, you can click on that link on the live stream. Don't wait. Don't stop. Don't put this off. Move. Take the next step forward. If right now, if you need to surrender your life to Jesus, I want to pray with you before they sing and get you started on this journey. Right there where you're at, you can just bow your heads, close your eyes, and just say this today. God, I, I realize I need you. I realize I need you. And I'm thankful for Jesus. I believe this gospel message of what Jesus did for me is true. And I want to put my faith in him. I want to commit my life to him. I want to follow Jesus all the days of my life. Just start a journey right now. Let us know if you've prayed that prayer. We'd love to pray with you. Love to celebrate what God is doing. Sign up for baptism. Please do this. Also, if you have a prayer request, so many ways you can drop it. It can be in the comments. It can be in the prayer section right there on that Next Steps link as well. Let us know how we can be praying for you. But I want to say this. Thank you for worshiping with us this morning. Don't click off. Don't sign off until the stream ends. Hang in there. Spend these last few moments in worship to God and discovering again what your next step is and take that in your journey with Jesus. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.